Welcome back to the Cat Baker Show, the number one podcast in the world, um, number one podcast in the Philippines, and um, the longest running podcast that there is. Um, but yeah, uh, so today I'm just thought I'd do a little do a little poddy, do a little poddy sort of on my own. Um, see what's going. I mean, I, I have my assistant here behind the camera who is um, here, um, so I'm not completely on my own. And we also have Jim uh, across the hallway, who I think I maybe introduced him in the last episode towards the end, but um, he is our hallmate. He is the man who lives in his office across um, the hallway from us. Um, and he's just in there. Yeah, there, there is a man living in the office next door. Um, so shout out to him well so yeah i mean we're in london and you could say the night it is dark right now it is about what 6 p.m or something and it is dark at 6 p.m now i saw something the other day someone saying british people all they ever talk about is how dark it is when it does get dark and that is true but honestly i don't really like it when it's dark um makes me sad um makes doesn't make other people sad probably um i find yeah i definitely get more depressed in winter i think i think it's like i don't know just as the days get shorter makes you feel worse makes you feel a bit shit but um but then you can also just feel shit all year round and that is a really great insight um yeah have you got a sad lamp um i do not have a sad lamp um and that is i don't know if i believe in that why does it have does it have scientific it does does it i think so yeah i think the best thing to do is to just get out there you know like get out there sort of do some hobbies and you know it's as they say i think if more people got up and you know went for a run then all the problems of the world would go away what about if you can't run you could hop. And I think that would have the same effect. Um, yeah, that's that's generally the advice I realise people get when they call NHS 111. They're like, go for a run. Drink water. Drink, go for, go for a, have a bath. Uh, have a long hot bath. And it will pass. That is great advice from the NHS there. Um, but yeah, so... Anyway, the winter night's drawing in, but that's all right. It's cuffing season as well. It is cuffing season. So everyone is trying to get their, like, well, I think the time's kind of passed now. It's 21st of November. I think if you haven't got your your bay right now, then you're probably not going to get one before Christmas. Um, so, yeah, I currently do not have one, but I have been scouring the streets. Um, I have, you know, sort of, checking bins and things and seeing if I can find anyone but I, I haven't I haven't found anyone yeah shock horror I am single and I know if I clip this and post this somewhere you're all gonna say I know why you're single you know because you know you're a woman who's ugly and fat apparently apparently I'm fat someone said that the other day in the comments thank you um but no I I I am single yeah, I am. Um, and people often say, they say, you know, girls who who do OnlyFans, 
a single because they do OnlyFans. Like, why would a guy want to date a girl who does OnlyFans? That's what they all say. But what they don't know is that I couldn't get a guy to date me before I started doing OnlyFans anyway. So it actually doesn't make a difference. Um, It's still, I'm still just as lonely before as I am now. So who's laughing now? Me. Um... And yeah, so cuffing season, I actually deleted my dating apps. I deleted them. It's something I'm very proud of. I deleted them in about March earlier this year. And I feel like I have been living life like to the fullest without dating apps. Like, yeah, you don't have as much sex, but I feel so much more sane, like so much more sane. People, people on dating apps are just the worst, um, kind of people i mean i've just well no they're not it's all no there's good people there's good people on dating apps don't don't get me wrong but it cultivates a uh, a well what's the word a culture that is i believe quite toxic you know um it's you're meeting randomers who you'd never normally meet in re- real life, right? And, and and no one has any loyalty to each other. It's not like, it's like I've always said, if you meet someone in real life, it's like your friend can give you the lowdown on them. They can say, look, they're a great guy, but they do have loads of mental health issues. So, you know, be wary of that. Whereas, you know, when you meet someone off Hinge, they're like, oh, you know, I'm a banker or something. And turns out that they are, a, I don't know, Someone who I don't want to insult anyone of any job. Um, some someone who's weird. I mean, they might not be a banker, or they are a banker but a murderer, and you don't really, you don't really know. Um, so yeah, so I have been a lot more sane. Um, I don't know if you had any terrible dates recently. Well, I was going to talk about cuffing season because. I have noticed an increase in men liking my profile. Oh. And even just making the effort to talk to me. But one guy, and I think this is because, you know, in reality he just wanted someone for Christmas. I told him I was going away on holiday. And, you know, I'm only going away for a month. And he's like, well, that's a terrible time to start dating. (laughs) So I was like, well, we could still just go f- go for a drink. Yeah. And he has just, like, basically ignored me. So I think he just wanted someone to text over Christmas. I think that's, like, I think it's, that's, I think that's also an issue with the youth. You know, the youth, we want things fast and we want it now. And we don't think about, like, like, oh, like, in a few years, or, like, in a few months. Oh, that might be good in a few months. You just think about what you want there, here and now. True. Do you know what I mean? And he's just thinking about mm. his consistent Christmas fuck. Yeah. Over actually wanting to meet somebody. So it's actually a good filter, telling someone, it telling is. them that you're going away for a yeah. few weeks. Yeah. And if they're not happy with that. Yeah. Red flag. That is true. Yeah, I, yeah. I find telling people about my job is normally a pretty big filter. People that... Oh, my biggest filter, though, that I use is when they are flaky with plans. If they're just flaky, then I'm just... You know, you get one chance, 
you don't show up or you're flaky, you don't get another chance. You know, unless I'm really desperate. Then sometimes I might, but most of the time I'm like, nah, that's it. You know, you get one chance, you get one chance only. And he didn't take it. So, you know. I think it could give you a very inflated ego doing OnlyFans, right? It's my job. Because it's some it's a weird perspective because on one hand I have thousands of people on the internet telling me on reels or something telling me I'm the worst person to ever walk this earth someone said I was the ugliest woman they've ever seen the other day and then on the other hand I've got people thousands of people paying to see me every month being like you're amazing like telling you how amazing you are so it gives you a really uh sort of yeah being like some days i'm like some days i'm like oh i am just the queen of everything and other days i'm like i'm a goblin um but to be fair i think a lot of women think like that sometimes yeah kind of like yeah i think that's normal god trying to think the worst date i've ever had i remember i had this pretty weird date with this guy who um so i used to work in like mental health and this is a guy i think i met him on like tinder but we had mutual friends anyway and like he was um when we met up i told him i worked in mental health and he was like oh i really like that about you because i've got loads of mental health issues <laughs> and like and like that is totally valid look everyone has mental health issues um you know some more severe than others and things like that but specifically wanting to go out with someone because they work in mental health because you have mental health issues that's like being like god i really want to date a dermatologist because i have really bad psoriasis like it's a bit weird um so that was a bit red flag but i remember like he like i don't know firstly he drank a lot i remember he was a big old drinker and i was like wow he was like yeah i mean my dad's an alcoholic and so am i and i was like oh <laughs> okay and then um and then i remember i did i did still sleep with him sorry but i did and um but i remember like in then it was in the, i mean we were like i think we were probably like students at the time or just after uni and so i went back to his and he was sleeping in like a single bed and i was sharing it and then he wanted to spoon and i'm not much of a spooner because i can't really sleep when i'm being spooned and um so i sort of went sort of shuffled out of the spoon and i was like oh sorry i just want to go to sleep and then he started crying uh yeah and so he was like crying and i was like and i was like oh my god are you all right and he was like he's like i don't want to tell you he was like i don't he's like, i don't want to drag you down into my bullshit it'll just ruin you you're perfect i was like oh my god that's just so cringe um so yeah i as soon as it felt not like a good time to leave i left probably like 7 a.m or something um but yeah pretty uh shit date was he hot uh not really well sort of like in a sort of unshowered tortured poet kind of way maybe Mm. you know I'm less attracted to that type as I get. Yeah, older. I used to love that when I was younger, but now nowadays when you get when you're like approaching thirty, you're like, look, I, you can't be dealing with those soft boys. You just need like someone who can keep to appointments, can groom themselves, can maintain an apartment or their bedroom at the very least, 
you know, you don't, oh my God. Oh, oh, actually, it reminds me, like, some other guy I slept with, like, I think it might have been last year or something. It was just, like, a one-night stand, but, like, well, we saw, like, maybe it was, like, a second time I saw him, but I went back to his place. And I know people talk about, oh, he does, if he doesn't have sheets on the bed, then, you know. This guy didn't have sheets on the bed, but he also had boxes of mouldy chicken wings. No. And... He had sick in a bucket from the night before. No. Yeah. No, no, no. And then when I woke up in the morning, not only that, also if he ever sees this, hiya, <laughs> you're right. Um, not only was there sick in a but in the morning, he's got this little device out and started vacuuming his nose. I was like, what are you doing? He said, it's a nose vacuum. So it like sucks out all the snot. <laughs> Not a nose trimmer, a nose vacuum. And he was doing that in the morning in front of me. And I was like, oh, that was so disgusting. That, oh, and I remember I just, and I remember a few months later, he wrote, messaged me again. I was like, oh, just no way. I, could, I just cannot let you put yourself inside me knowing that your room looks like, like, that oh and the worst part he's in his like mid-30s and it was like fucking hell but yeah so that is um how gross that was um yeah so i told people on instagram followers on instagram make sure you follow me there um to send me in some of their problems and one guy said that he is getting friend zoned all the time now here's something i have to say about friend zoning you can get out of the friend zone to some degree i think some guys are like i am always in the friend zone and i think a lot of guys think it has to do with looks but being in the friend zone has nothing to do with looks i would say it's all about riz you know riz your sort of charm you know if you haven't got that then then of course you're always gonna be in the friend zone, you know. Like, you can. Guys, don't have to be. I mean, no one does. You humans, honestly, you don't have to be that attractive if you like. Let's say you don't conform to the beauty standard or whatever. If you if you have got the riz, you know, if you've got the charm, then you can get your way out of it. You know, you can. You can land someone because it's not an issue of like you're too ugly, you know, because people of all, you know, looks have partners, romantic partners. So it's not an issue like, oh, you're too unattractive. And so you're always in the friend zone because you're not attractive enough. It's not about that. You know, non-attractive people need people to go out with, you know. So, um, you know, they, you know, people find each other. It's it's not about looks it is about your riz so you've got to work on your riz um and just i would say just connect with people well i was going to say just try and connect with people for people rather than just saying you want to considering whether they're a fuck partner or not but then i realized that in my life i view everyone as whether i <laughs> i whenever i meet someone i think do I want to have sex with this person or not? Um, yeah. To me, I think about that quite a lot. Do do I want to or do I not? 
So we do we do categorise people as to whether we want to fuck them or not. Do you do that when you meet someone? Are you like, are you like, do I want to fuck them? Or do you try and taste, take them as face value? I don't know. I mean, I think probably deep down I am thinking that, mm. but probably just that's in my subconscious somewhere. Mm. I think, yeah, we're all weighing each other up in a romantic way, probably. Actually, I think, I'm thinking, once you're in the friend zone, I think it's near impossible to get out of it, actually, because if I meet someone and I'm like, they're a friend, I rarely ever think of them as otherwise ever again. I think for for women, it's slightly easier Mm. than for men, though. I don't know. I think Mm. once a man has decided that you're a friend... That will never change. But I think it's different for women. Yeah, but I... All right, so I did... This is very scientific because I did a poll on my Twitter. And I said to people, I said... And, of course, this is where you get the most accurate data from. And I said to people, I said to the men, do you have... Do you want to fuck your female friends? And I put the option, yes, I want to fuck all of them. I want to fuck some of them and no I don't and pretty much all the guys said they want to fuck all of them oh yeah so a lot so of that's not yeah so I think a lot of men deep down want to fuck all their female friends mm-hmm. possibly that's my theory out the window mm. but. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong <laughs> but I mean yeah you know I think I mean, when you're friends with a man, like, you kind of, you sum it up, you go, would I? And then you go, no. Like, I couldn't, I don't know, I couldn't be friends with someone I fancied, really? Yeah, I'm just trying to think, all of my male friends... I don't want to fuck them. ...don't want to have sex with them, any of them. No, sorry to Otherwise, I probably wouldn't, I'd be really hard to be their friend. Yeah, my, if I wanted to fuck them, I probably would have fucked them, like... Yeah, if it was, yeah. Yeah reciprocated yeah yeah so that so i would say if you're getting friend zoned all the time then you probably just need to meet new women and work on your riz what the fuck is riz okay so so, okay boomer so riz (laughs) means like um uh riz is how good you are at flirting basically What's it short for? Rizmataz. Right, I thought that. Rasmataz. I don't know, I've just made that up. Rizmataz is not Rasmataz. Rasmataz. I think it's <laughs> I think it stands for Rizzy McGee. Rizzy Rizzy Roo. Rizzy I don't know. Respect. Rizzler. Rizzler. <laughs> Sticking out your gap for the Rizzler. That's a song that's big on TikTok. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, gap means ass. Gap. Gat. 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 G Y A T. Gat. Gat. Why means, does that mean ass? It means ass. Right, that's what all the kids say. But why? I don't know. <laughs> gat. You get to be kidding me. That's you what you say when you see someone. When you see someone with a big ass, you say, you get to be kidding me. That's right. what all the kids say. Um. 
I've got a big ass. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't. Um, do men comment on your ass a lot? Yeah, of course. Really? Yeah, I'd say more than boobs. Yeah. And they're both big. Men don't comment on much on me. <laughs> on me. When I'm having sex, they're just like, oh, oh. I don't know. I know what they say. They say, oh, no, they say nice eyes. Nice eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. They're like, you got nice eyes. Oh, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, or they'll be like, you got a nice body. Yeah. I've had that, I've had that, I've had that. But no, no one's ever been like, yeah. People, Singled out. Yeah, they're not like, God, areas. your sits are amazing or your ass is amazing. But they should. <laughs> but they don't. Someone has asked, how can I make my girlfriend come quick? Well, this is a good one. Okay, so what you don't know about women is that um, men can never find the clitoris. They can never find it. It's so funny. What they don't know is that the clitoris is behind the ear. So um, all you got to do is you just got to tickle that and she will. Like, it guarantees. Um, so, yeah, I, I would advise giving her a tickle behind the ear and just asking her what she wants. Um, that's always good. You know, what, what, what uh, help, you know, every woman's different. Not only do I love to be tickled behind the ear, but I also, I like it slow, for example. I can't come if it's fast. So it needs to be slow for me. But every woman's different. Some women will be like, they want to be pounded or something. Um, But some don't. So you just got to straight up ask. Encourage her to masturbate more so she finds out what she likes. Although we were talking earlier about wanking addiction. So you want to get the balance right. You know, you want to you be wanking a healthy amount. But not wanking to the point that you're not doing other basic activities. Does your wanking get in the way of self-care? Then maybe slow down on the, on the wanking. You know, you having a wank instead of having a shower. I think words are also really important. So if, I mean, I don't know about you, but I think I need to hear how the other person feels. Yeah. Positive reinforcement. I think (gasps) women need that. Yeah. And not even whilst you're having sex, but before. I think the the orgasm Mm. work that's required beforehand is just as important as during. Yes. And... Yeah, I remember I've been with someone before and they've been like dead silent and it's been like, what am I doing? Am I, are you liking this? Are you not? You know? And yeah. Yeah, silence is weird. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're having sex. But you still have to talk to each other. Yeah. Mm. And do you like dirty talk? So I do, I, do, I do, but it has to be very specific. I mean, actually, this is quite a funny story. I had sex with a guy, like, a couple months ago, mm. and he his dirty talk was... Like, and this just came out of nowhere. 
he was like, oh, you're going to be my slave at home. <laughs> Am I going to move you in? You're going to live with me forever. You won't need to rent. <laughs> and it was just like, what? And, he, and then he started talking about him owning a house. Okay. Whilst, so he was giving you a life plan. Whilst I was going down on him. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I was like, I was obviously laughing. I was laughing whilst <laughs> I was going down on him. Because I just found I am so going to put down a mortgage. But it's just that he kept saying, like, yeah, you know, you, you can just live with me. Yeah. You don't have to worry about anything. And it was just really weird because it was like, huh, I mean, I do want that. Mm. Why? So that's why, I don't know, I just felt very, like, manipulative, almost. So did it turn you on? No, because I, because oh. it was obviously a, it was a casual thing and I knew yeah. that he wasn't going to move yeah. me into his house and I did still have to pay my rent. Because you know it's time. a lie. It's, I know it's a lie. Yeah, exactly. So there has to be truth. Well, there has to be truth in it, but then also. Well, no, because if then you're no, saying then like you you're a dirty slur, yeah, it's like, no, well, actually you say that when it's not true, don't yeah. you? Yeah. So it's actually not. Or you're like, I'm going to get you pregnant, but you're on the pill or something. Yeah. I don't know the the moving me into the house to become a slave thing really rubbed me up the wrong way. Yeah. I didn't like that. But then I don't really like the whole humiliation thing as well. I don't no, know. I don't like the humiliation thing. I think some people are like inset, but I, yeah, I like, I like to be praised. Yeah, same. I want to be praised. I want to be told I'm a, I'm brilliant. You know, taken care of. Yeah, you want to you want someone to be like, oh. Yeah, you're great. <laughs> you don't want someone to be like you're. I don't want someone to be like you're a dirty slut. I want someone to be like you're. You're the queen of everything. Yes. I, I'm uh, yeah, and they're like you are the queen of all, and you are incredibly good at what you do, whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, I just like. That I'm is like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like praise. I like praise too. I don't like. I don't understand, like, being, you know, when people want to be punched and slapped no, around the face. No, I don't understand that. I mean, I get people are into it, but I just, I, I mean, so I sat with this girl once who wanted me to punch her in the face. She, like, wanted me to slap her. Um, and I was like, I was like, no. I, I was like, I don't want to do that. She was like, hit, hit me. And I, I like, I like... I think I went like that, like, the, and she was like, "That was pathetic." What are you five or something? And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." And that was like definitely some of the worst sex I've ever had. Like, I think people say like the sex people are like, "Oh, sex with women is better," but it's like, no, it can be just as bad. Like, oh, this guy says right. So another guy wrote in and he said he's got a fractured knee. He's unemployed. He's couch surfing and on benefits. Figure that out, he said at the end. Figure that out. Okay, well, a fractured knee. I mean, a fractured knee, it's not going to stop stop you doing that much, really, is it? You're going to be on crutches. You're going to be, you know, doing your thing, you know. You know, there are some things you can do working from home and stuff, Um I would say if you're couch surfing, you're probably not going to get any help from the council. You know what they like to do? They like to, oh, wow, sounds like Citizens Advice Bureau session. Well, the council will not give you a house, a 
as a single male couch surfing. Uh, you have to be on the street, basically, um, and probably not a single working age male. Um, although you could break your other knee, and that might help your case, might help you get a place. Um, and, and arm benefits, yeah. Well, I guess you just have to try and get a job, really. Now, it's not really... I always think about this. I say, if I couldn't do what I was doing, right, if I couldn't get my flaps out on the internet, what would I do? Well, oh, my God, I think I would still be in mental health. So that was what I was working for, right? I used to do mental health, like social care work. Um, so I'd probably still do, do, be doing that. And, oh, my God, that was like a... a um, that is a shitty industry to work in very shitty yeah very you get almost like no money and um yeah and the wages never increase really they never catch up with inflation um so yeah what would i do i'd probably yeah maybe i'd still be doing that or like i don't know maybe i would fucking hell I would, I would start a bakery business for dogs because I think that I would start a bakery business for dogs. And that is because I think um, you can kind of tap into a pretty if you're tapping into a market that's that's full of rich people right then they're all then that market's probably always going to be there like rich people are always going to be rich well yeah mostly and so you get the kind of people who are already willing to buy you know artisanal goods for dogs and they're probably always going to have that money to buy artisanal goods for dogs so i think it's like if you if you tap into that if i was like i mean i make pretty good money but if i was really rich what was the what's the most weirdest thing i would hire someone to do i'd probably get someone yeah i mean if you have someone that makes your dog like nice dog treats like that's pretty it's pretty you know kind of um lucrative lucrative yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah maybe maybe i would start that i mean you've just gotta you gotta be inventive haven't you you gotta if you if you can't get a job the normal way you gotta um hustle hustle you gotta pull yourself up by bootstraps doesn't matter if you've uh if you've um if you've you know had your head chopped off you better march your ass down to the job center um you know and get yourself a job or if you can't do that even if you're headless you know you you know you could start drop drop shipping drop shipping that's what people do um drop ship um you know fucking phone charges sell them sell them on the street there is absolutely no excuse nowadays you know if you if you if you've been if you have been mauled by a dog 
there is nothing to stop you from using that trauma to get into baking dog treats and selling it on Etsy. So that is my advice. Um, yeah, don't just keep just keep going, just keep going. Um, no, um, yeah, no, um, yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes people can't work, and that is okay. Okay, guys, you know, you don't have to pull yourself up by bootstraps. Just do the bare fucking minimum to survive. That's normally the better option, you know. And then, yeah, just do enough that you can get by. In whatever way that is, that might be selling your soul to a corporation or selling your pussy on the internet. Don't matter, really, does it? Um, but yeah. So, not if it's multi-level marketing. No, don't do a pyramid scheme. No, become Andrew Tate. Yeah, don't do that. Unless you can somehow get to the top of the pyramid before. You could start, if you started your own pyramid scheme, so if you didn't join another pyramid scheme, if you started your own pyramid scheme, then you'd probably be, be doing all right, I reckon. Yeah. I think if I started a pyramid scheme, I would start some kind of like, I would sell some kind of nonsense diet or something. I, I'd create some sort of diet pill that's like full of asbestos and sell it on and see what I can see what I can make out of that um it's probably quite a good weight loss drug asbestos I mean if you took it you'd probably lose some weight you'd just die in like 30 years time yeah <laughs> yeah maybe there could be some sort of a life insurance I don't know like yeah you could gamble you could say you could get an asbestos pill Oh, maybe I could start a gambling scheme of selling asbestos pills and then people predict the day that they die and if they get within a few weeks of that day, then they get a big payout. So, um, yeah, that could work. Yeah, so there's no excuse really not to be a millionaire. There's no excuse not to be a billionaire by the age of 25, I say. Um, so, yeah, if you're, not, if you're not out there hustling, bustling rustling then what are you doing because everyone everyone should be a billionaire you know there's endless drop shipping opportunities endless um pyramid schemes um ponzi schemes that you can get into um trafficking of various things there you go life advice with cat baker um, I think I found out the other day how many billion billionaires there are in the world, and it was like something insane, like twenty six thousand. Oh, and it's just gonna get more and more. But then I guess a billion will mean less and less when it, like, mm. as the like. I mean, when like when the first millionaires happened, that was like <gasps> that's loads of millionaires. Yeah, I wonder who was the first ever millionaire. Who's the first ever millionaire? Let me Google that. Who was? Oh, someone that won who wants to be a millionaire. You think there were no millionaires before Chris Tarrant? <laughs> right. Who? 
And now I just start Googling who wants to be in a billionaire. The world's first millionaire. Wow. Okay. John Jacob Astor was the world's first millionaire. He was a German-born American businessman, merchant, real estate mogul, and investor. He made his fortune mainly in a fur trade monopoly. What year? So this would have been in the 1800s. Oh, wow. Um, oh, and he smuggled opium into China and by investing in real estate in or around New York City. Do they still do, like, So also, that, that would have been, like, a lot of fucking money. In, yeah. I mean, what, yeah, what, in nowadays, like, currency, what would that be? It would be... A millionaire in 1800s is obviously going to be, like, fucking billionaire, surely. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, it's probably a billionaire, like, 100 millionaires. But isn't that funny how back in those days to become a millionaire, you, you got involved in things like opium and fur. And now, nowadays, to be a billionaire, you've just got to sort of trade abstract, non-tangible things. Mm. Like... And oil. Yeah, like share, like just sort of numbers. Or sh- Imagine trying to explain explain a fucking NFT. To, although having said that, I don't think anyone who bought an NFT is a billionaire, right? NFTs have not taken off. No. Or promised anything. No. They've not delivered anything they've promised. They've had nothing. NFTs. So. Even Bitcoin. Even all of those cryptocurrencies. I think people who were invest in Bitcoin ended up making a lot, right? Well, n- yeah. I mean, but not... Not anymore. It's only I had a man to explain this to me. If only we had a man in here to explain to us how it all works, that would just be great. (laughs) Because my silly little woman head can't take it, really. Um, But yeah, um, maybe, maybe I'll be a millionaire. I think by the time I become a millionaire, though, it'll be like uh, the equivalent of. Uh, earning a million will be the equivalent of earning like 100k a year or something so maybe when I'm like um, 70 I might earn a million would you ever do robot porn robot porn yeah in what way well I'm just trying to think of how AI is going to take over the porn industry you know I think AI is probably one of the I think porn is I mean obviously AI will absolutely be a big thing in porn and I think it or it already well, is deep fakes. Yeah. yeah and you can sort of create and you can just type in scenarios and an AI video will make it for you your mm. dream scenario so that way you know would be both fun and also incredibly kind of scary thought but but at the end of the day there will still be a huge demand for real sex workers like real not even just in real life but like real people i mean that's why only fans took off it's because people were like they didn't like the porn star thing you know they wanted to see like the girl next door so there's still very much a thing of people mm. like being you know like the idea of a real person so i don't think ai will ever completely eradicate certain forms of entertainment and things like that 
What about you having sex with a robot, though? Oh, I totally fuck a robot. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you? if I was getting paid for it. Well, I have a fuck machine at home. Do you? Yeah. What, one of those? Goes, eh, eh, oh my eh. God. Yeah, I bought it for content, yeah. Um, I guess that's essentially a robot. In my mm, head, I was thinking of... Like, a, know, like, a, like a man that's... A square-headed <gasps> oh, you mean, robot man. Oh, oh, but what about like, you know, in like um, Westworld? Yeah, or humans. Yeah, so humans that are like AI. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't think. I think I'd rather a very obvious looking robot than a man that looks like a man. A robot that looks like a man. Nah, if I was in Westworld, I would fuck. That would just be all like of having a sex, having, having a sex, having sex with a psychopath. It'd feel the same. No, because they just do what you want. oh yeah no if i yeah if i was in i mean when you think about westworld and they create that like what other what surely the most common thing people would use it for is fucking the robots i know they do this like sort of entertainment but yeah no i would totally bone every robot that i fancied well you know i'd have like oh yeah yeah. Would you have sex with a robot version of Nigel Farage for 500 grand? Would I have sex with a robot version of Nigel Farage for 500 grand? So... He would look like him, but he wouldn't be, like, talking. Like, it wouldn't be him. You know? So, it looks exactly like him, and it's also programmed to speak the same and have his personality, essentially. But it's not, it, like, at its core, not him. Cause it's Is he getting filmed? Uh... It doesn't have to be filmed, no. Then, yeah, I'd do it. But if it was filmed, it wouldn't be. If it was filmed, I'd have to think about it. Even though there is videos of me on the internet having sex already, I don't know, just... With it being Nigel Farage might be a step too far. Mm. Even though it's not him. People people would just think it's him. Yeah. So... If it, if it wasn't filmed, I would do it for 500 grand, yeah. It's a lot of money. Yeah, I've done a lot worse for a lot less, actually. So, <laughs> Yeah. But, um... Yeah. I think I... Oh, we need to be out now. So, um... But, so, I'm going to end this podcast episode with some wise words and that is um hustle hard but also do the bare minimum and make sure you 
hustle hard, but do the bare minimum and try to try to invest in I don't know no that's it okay so why don't you why don't you go over to my website see all my social media subscribe all that good stuff and thank you so much for joining another episode of this the world's number one the number one podcast in the philippines and the longest running podcast in the world the cat baker show so thank you so much don't forget to click like and subscribe and i'll see you in the next one bye beautiful <laughs> are you actually number one in the philippines no. oh my god i thought you were being serious <laughs>